Today we're talking about a marriage bill in Congress, World Cup drama, China's quashing of protests, and other top news for Wednesday, November 30th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Psalm 51.8. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Pick up your jaws. It appears that Congress can pass a bill. Yesterday, the Senate passed the Respect for Marriage Act 61 to 36. The bill guarantees federal recognition of same-sex and interracial marriages, which are currently legal because of Supreme Court rulings, not federal law. The road to bipartisanship wasn't without its speed bumps. The version that passed yesterday includes an amendment saying nonprofit religious organizations, quote, shall not be required to provide services, unquote, to marriages it opposes, and that their tax-exempt status will not be threatened, though some Republicans and religious leaders worry it doesn't do enough to protect religious liberties. Next, the bill heads to the House and then to President Biden's desk, both of which are expected to approve it. Culturally hot topics frequently make people think, speak, and act poorly, including us. We can respect others and represent God better if we are quick to listen and slow to speak. James 1, 19 and 20 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. The United States defeated Iran yesterday in the final match of their group play, winning 1-0 and advancing to the next round for the first time since 2014. The win came at a cost. Their star player Christian Pulisic went down with an injury immediately after scoring the goal, and his status for the next game is unclear. The U.S. will play the Netherlands in the round of 16 on Saturday at 10 a.m. EST. There was plenty of drama off the pitch as well. The pre-match press conference featured Iranian reporters asking American players pointed political questions, attempting to highlight social strife in the U.S. Meanwhile, members of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps reportedly threatened to torture Iranian players' families if the team refused to sing the national anthem again as anti-regime protests continue. It's easy to feel helpless when reading international news, but the Bible promises that prayer is powerful and effective that it causes things to happen that would not have happened otherwise. Pray for peace in Iran. James 5, chapter 16 says, The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. China is combating COVID lockdown protests the same way it fights the virus itself, with smothering force. In Beijing, university students have been sent home and protesters showed up to planned assembly points only to find a horde of police. In Shanghai, assembly points were blocked by large barriers and police were spot-checking pedestrians' phones for images from protests or banned apps like Twitter and Instagram. Without mentioning the weekend's protests, China announced it's easing some restrictions, including that it will stop blocking access to apartments where infected residents live. Meanwhile, Foxconn's massive iPhone plant in Zhengzhou, the site of lockdown protests a month ago, saw more protests, this time over delayed bonus checks. Apple stock is down as investors fear iPhone shortages could turn holiday sales into a lump of coal. While you likely have no control over international protests or the responses to them, you can control how you speak. Leave others with no doubt of your love for everyone involved, even for people whose actions you do not support. Luke 6 verse 32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. 
This episode is sponsored by For What It's Worth. For what it's worth, you're likely missing out on another amazing newsletter. We're pretty cautious about recommending investment advice, but the newsletter For What It's Worth is excellent. For What It's Worth is not in the business of trying to predict the future with individual stock picks, which we'll leave to your all-knowing friend of a friend, but exists to keep you up to date with the latest resources, news, and trends you need to confidently align your investments with your values. Learn how to look for good returns from companies whose values you agree with. You can subscribe to this free newsletter in just one click, seriously, just one click, via the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Oathkeeper's founder, Stuart Rhodes, and one of his associates were convicted of seditious conspiracy for plotting to use violence to stop the transition of presidential power on January 6th. It's a rarely used Civil War-era law that carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. The luxury fashion brand Balenciaga is facing an onslaught of criticism after they ran an ad showing children holding teddy bears dressed in sexual outfits. Balenciaga has since apologized and blamed the ad agency, filing a $25 million lawsuit against them for, quote, including unapproved items, unquote, in the photo shoot. Another crypto domino has fallen. BlockFi, a major cryptocurrency lender last valued at $4.8 billion, filed for bankruptcy on Monday. And it's blaming FTX, the major crypto exchange that also filed for bankruptcy this month. BlockFi had loaned nearly $1 billion to FTX and its sister company, Alameda Research, most of which is already in default. Police busted a drug super cartel that controlled about one-third of Europe's cocaine trade. The international policing operation hacked into encrypted phone communications, seized 30 tons of the drug, and made 49 arrests across Belgium, France, the Netherlands, Spain, and Dubai. Hawaii's Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, began erupting Sunday. The lava isn't expected to immediately threaten inhabited areas, though this could change in the coming weeks. When Mauna Loa last erupted in 1984, lava came within 4.5 miles of Hilo. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, give us a five-star rating and leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a five-star rating and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you on Friday. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.